Hello, 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 and welcome to Dickens and Quips, the podcast that takes the Poe, more like Poe-faced, out of poetry. Join me, Dee Dickens, as I wander around showing you a world that isn't only populated by old, dead white men. So this week, I have the lovely Claudia Volpe. Have I got that right? You have. Hello, Dee. Hello. Hello. Um, Claudia is a poet bookworm and a wannabe publisher with a special passion for food. Her poetry is simple but truthful with touches of vivid imagery. Sometimes it is also about food. I, I can definitely vouch for this a lot of the time it is about food but her, her work is amazing so what her but what a bio doesn't tell you is about a person I met Claudia at Unislam a lot of you're going to hear that a lot a lot of the guests I've got coming on I'm <laughs> at Unislam um she asked me for a hug because she was missing her mum and I was a mum and this was after having been in a workshop with her and it was the I was so happy to give her that hug and I've kind of been poetry mum to her ever since. She's a oh, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> amazing poet and an all-round good egg. Her work brings in such beautiful imagery and such everyday objects like a favourite cardigan and it just makes you feel really warm and in the moment. So you're in for a really good treat. And I'm looking forward to hearing a read. It's been too long. So this week, what am I reading? I have been rereading River Hymns by Tyree Day. Um, Tyree Day, it says in his bio, is a poet from Youngsville, North Carolina, and a teaching assistant professor at UNC Chapel Hill. He is the author of two poetry collections, River Hymns from 2017, which was an April Honickman first book prize winner, and Cardinal forthcoming from Copper Canyon Press in 2020. Day is a Cave Canon Fellow, whatever that means, I don't know. Day won the 2019 <laughs> Palm Beach Poetry Festival Langston Hughes Fellowship. Wow, you should get a medal just being able to say that. It's such a mouthful. 2019 Diana and Simon Raab, writer in resident at UC Santa Barbara and is a 2019 Kate Tufts finalist. Day most recently was awarded a 2019 Whiting Writers Award, which tells us a lot about his mantelpiece with all of these awards, but doesn't really tell us much about him as a person. His collection does. He's one of those poets that lets the poems do the speaking for him. Um, I'm hoping one day to get him on the show. He's like, so good. His collection... River Hymns was one of those that inspired my dissertation collection, Fear of Drowning. And oh, wow. I, yeah, he writes about what it's like to be um, black in the South in America and to grow up by the river. And it's so personal. And there are times you feel almost voyeuristic reading it, like he's letting you into a secret that you shouldn't really know about because you're not part of, of his family but he has a real way of making you feel included, even if it's from the outside. Um, That's beautiful. Yeah, I wrote an after poem for him in my dissertation collection, which is the one of my own I'm going to read today. Yeah. But we will start 
with one of his um yeah one of the things i do love about this whole collection is when you read it you feel like you're stood in the middle of a room watching everything come into existence like everything is almost like like when you're playing minecraft and you wander and your frame rate <laughs> but it's kind of like that but in a poetic way <laughs> it's like places i've never been to seem as vivid and beautiful in this darkness so the one i've chosen to read is southern silence and i think it's exquisite and let me just grab my book okay I've only trusted four white people in my life. My mother showed me the ropes early. I'm afraid to untie myself, get down from this branch. Even the Jesus on the wall of this church, old and swaying, has something up his sun-touched sleeves. Tell me the value of my soul, why he wants it so badly. I can't pray to someone who favours the men that called us niggers from their trucks. I touched every part of Thomas Field until I found the dirt I thought could hold me. What said nothing always grieved. I loved myself before I knew what I was made of. So many different things will ruin the blood. A bottle of gin killed three of my uncles, one granddaddy. We call it white liquor. I wanted to cage and bring home what I made of myself. Look at your boy, proud boy, mama. I wish I only spoke in song. Made a home from these trees, the way birds do. So, oh, wow. That, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Woo, exactly. So, yeah. So that was southern silence and even and it was a lovely reading of yours i'd say thank you um it's really it's really odd because the way it's put out on the page the way it's presented on the page is almost like the branches of a tree so it's difficult to show that on oh podcast. that's so nice. but it is it's it's absolutely of gorgeous. course the whole collection is so well thought thought out there is not a single stray word it's just oh it's awesome i'm gonna make sure i give it a read now you got you you caught well, me one of the things i do is i always send the guest who i have on the podcast a copy of whatever it is i've read from so sam got a copy of um, whatever it was i read from there um joe got a copy of how to carry fire so if you send me your address afterwards i will send you a copy of river hymns by tyree day oh that's so nice of you thank you i'd love that and we can discuss the poems together then yes yes i am so down for this <laughs> so my poem Good. that i wrote after after tyree day is called chicken and bun and i wrote this for my late aunt veronica who i didn't know so, that well but was also always such a lady now i really object to being called a lady because that depends on someone else's opinion of me and i'm not buying into it but there was no other word for her she always she'd never go out for her walk without her gloves and a hat she was that kind of old-fashioned hello so, okay, yeah <laughs> Yeah, so this is, this is chicken and bun. Chop the chicken just so. My auntie Veronica said the bones added to the flavour. 
When she died, I could only ever picture her in Sunday gloves and hat until I cooked her curry. I remembered the way the sun reflected off the strands of hair, fighting to stay in the tight bun at the nape of her neck. The way her hands wafted steam from burned sugar and tomato towards us. How much pepper we needed, a whispered secret. I remember her laugh was a waterfall, a river, a splash of water on hot oil. Thank you. So that's chicken. <laughs> and it's one of my favourite poems I've ever written. So I mean, I'm sure everyone can say why. Yeah, I was really, really happy when I wrote that. And my dad actually went, okay, my dad, you will hear podcast people, you will hear stories of my dad as we go along this journey together. Um, he's probably the least poetic person I know. I didn't get my poetry from him. <laughs> But he actually, he actually quite liked this poem. Normally he goes, hmm, okay. And, but this one, he actually liked it because it was about his sister. And he said, yeah. So my dad says I captured That's it. That's really nice. I'm happy. So on to the really exciting bit. The guest interview. It's Claudia Volpe. <laughs> well, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited <laughs> to have you on like literally I've, I'm excited to be on I literally only set up a podcast so I could chat to my mates over zoom it was great um <laughs> so That's the best thing you can do ever <laughs> right um Claudia has just been such an inspiration to me because she's been an Italian stuck in various places <laughs> and not been able to move because of lockdown and she's born it was such a plum it's been amazing so i have some questions for you claudia um just okay, just little ones like nothing too important so first question why is poetry important to you okay so when i get questions like this and then i don't know what to say and poetry is exactly for that I, I might be a poet, but I'm not good at talking openly. So I have to have a thing sometimes and then words just come out on paper. And I think that's why I've always been writing since I was little. I've always found it a bit difficult to actually express uh, myself, even though people say I have no problem in that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's why. And it's something that I will cherish forever. Wow, so poetry, we've talked before about poetry as a way of promoting well-being, of dealing and processing trauma. But what we hadn't talked about before was poetry as communication. And I think that's what you're yeah. saying here is like when you can't, when you feel like you can't communicate with the outside world, your poetry will do that for you. Yes, it's just like it opens a window on me and on what I feel more than I, what I want to say, you know yeah yeah and it's just so good to share something that maybe you have bottled up for long but you finally found the words for it yeah yeah totally get you totally get you on that it really is and definitely it's like something that self that is self-healing anyway yeah you know once once the bad things are out or the good things are out you know they're out you don't feel to fall up anymore so you can experience new things oh yeah absolutely 
poetry is a way to express emotion and move on from from it i like that i like that being able to rid yourself of something give it its due time and its due yeah. place and then go on and experience something else that's very cool yeah that's- i like that very much so good question <laughs> are you writing and if so what sort of stuff are you writing at the moment right so um at the moment I have been very busy so I haven't been writing a lot but I was working on a little I wouldn't call it collection it's more it's more like a small series of poems that I've written during lockdown so it's all in two three months like when we actually were doing the proper lockdown and it is about that and about uh, missing home because uh, obviously as you said I'm Italian my all my family is in Italy it's been very hard uh, and also missing the people that are here but that were here but I couldn't see um, and I don't know maybe in with that I go also in what's uh, what's been in my mind as I've been struggling with mental health a lot as a lot of people have uh, in this time so I look forward to finish editing that at some point and maybe use it somehow excellent thanks that's really I'd love to read it absolutely love to read it you have just well I'll make sure I send it over yeah make sure you do <laughs> are you looking are you looking to get it published or is it just for you um I think that I will be along with it for a while and then eventually publish it. I, I think it's been a time, a very hard time for everyone, but especially I felt so out of the world uh, whilst literally in a cage between four walls, and that was it. But um, so I think I want to sit on it for a while and then see how I feel about it. That makes absolute sense. I mean, I've been quite lucky. I have been stuck within four walls, but I've been stuck with my husband. And my daughter person <laughs> so yeah, we've all had each other beautiful. and we've been very lucky we haven't got in each other's nerves it's been great <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it could have got really bad but it hasn't there are no two people i would rather spend lockdown with though noah has now gone back to cardiff to move into their house ready for their yeah i've heard that's so exciting though i know i know right really really exciting so are you reading much and if you aren't what if you are what are you reading yes i've actually picked uh, up some books that i was meant to read ages ago um and i've actually just read the secret garden oh right um which i don't remember who's from i don't really care but it's someone famous um <laughs> and it's quite an old book uh but i absolutely adored it i remember watching the movie when i was little but it's nothing like the movie and there's such a, a a presence of nature in it and nature is like um talked of like uh magic almost and uh people just get in touch with nature and they change all the time and that's a that's quite fascinating to me and the ending is absolutely fantastic and I almost cried and I was like okay I need to reread this without crying at some point but I highly recommend it okay okay I shall put a link to it in the show notes 
So yeah, definitely. I will find that and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Claudia's recommendation, read The Secret Garden. I have to admit, I've never read it. Oh, you should. Honestly, so good. I think it's a coming of age um, novel. Yeah. But I've never felt so close to a book before. Oh, wow. That's some recommendation. I will definitely give it a read when I've got through my big reading list for my master's. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, we got the, I got a big delivery of books this week and I literally just went good through. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, bless. I'm starting with The Handmaid's Tale. Um, oh. Yeah, which I haven't read. I've read um, Oryx and Crake. But by Margaret Atwood, but I've not read The Handmaid's Tale yet. So having seen the TV series, I'm looking forward to it. So what poem are you going to, to read to us from someone else? So I found uh, this super nice book that I can show you because you can see me, but everyone else will just imagine it. And it's got like, drawings and it's like so nice with it like all the margins they've painted it looks like a very old book but it's not uh, <laughs> and I've picked a really really short poem um, by a certain Robert Graves uh, whom I didn't know but he's a poet an English poet from the Victorian era and this is, she tells her love while half asleep. She tells her love while half asleep in the dark hours with half words whispered low as hearth stirs in her winter sleep and puts out grass and flowers despite the snow, despite the falling snow. And that was it. Oh, that's gorgeous. It is, isn't it? I, I really... I really find it beautiful. It's so small, but it's so me. Like I was like, this guy from a century ago is writing about me. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. It's a real warm, cozy, loving feeling yeah. to it, isn't it? It gave me some sort of like a promise that despite things, you know, despite snow falling, there's always good There's things always coming good. out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it, it's just like so delicate and like the half asleep thing when you say things that you might not say when you wide away. Yeah. So it's a whisper, secret, love. That's all that. There jazz, is a real, you know? a real um, sense of transition in between being asleep and awake. And also, I think within spring and winter. There's, also, there's a transition yeah. between the seasons and with the states of being. I think in such a small piece, it's captured that beautifully. Yeah, I know, right? I was, I was astonished. I wish I could write like that. Oh, you do write <laughs> like that. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Claudia. And which Thank of you. your poems are you going to read to us? No, I think um, you might have heard this at some point. I was meant to do it at Unislam, but obviously we didn't get through, so I never did it. Uh, but it's one of my favourite poems, probably like my favourite. Uh, and I just wanted to be on theme with what I just read. So it's like a sort of a love poem. It's got that very mm, calm thing to it. It's just a 
cute one, I, I'd say. But yeah, I hope you enjoy it. And it's called, I like it like that. You turn the lights off, saying you like it like that. And I wonder, what's there to like if I don't see what I'm touching and kissing and holding? If I don't see where my skin ends and yours begins? And I can't connect the dots on your stomach? Then how do I know what's my favorite constellation to spot when we lay together in this private garden of pillows and blankets? more pillows because you like it like that you said you want your body on a soft cloud to follow your head all the times it goes up there and doesn't come down anymore you said so far you can never reach it always an inch away from your grasp from your heart from all the do's and the don'ts and all the pros and the cons lists you make hanging around your room because you like it like that, you said. They remind you of every decision you had to face, or what's best for you but hurting others, and happiness has a price sometimes. But darling, oh darling, I like it like that. I say I'm ready to pay any price for your happiness and your lists and your clouded head. And the pillows where you rest your face at night and the blankets we hide under. I say, leave on all the lights because I like it like that. I say, I want to see the curve of your smile right before I hold your face. Kiss your freckles, touch every single inch of you and make you my everlasting supernova. Thank you. Oh, I love that poem so much. I have literally got goosebumps. Thank you so much, Claudia. <laughs> That's the best I've heard you read it. It's, really? Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, I've heard you read. I think this is about the third time I've heard you read it. And yeah, and I just fall in love with it even every time, more every time. And I think that's the best I've heard you read it and the smiliest I've seen you read it. So <laughs> thank you, too. I don't think I've seen you read it with such a smile before. Yeah. But yeah, things change Sunday. Yes, things do change. But yeah, there the the line about the curve of your smile before and kissing your freckles that just made me go so gooey because it's exactly what I do with my <laughs> beloved. It's, it has a crooked smile and that crooked smile turns me into a puddle of mush on the floor it's just... I know exactly how you feel I, yeah. I do and that's true like I realize now that I'm smiling so much and I'm like okay okay I like it I like seeing smiley Claudia I mean I liked not a smiley Claudia too but it's nice to see you smiling <laughs> smiley Claudia is better <laughs> Yeah. So this week in lines that make you go, "Ooh, I wish I'd written that." It's from again, um, "River Hymns" by Tyree Day, and it's from the poem "Firewater." And the line is, "A storm speaks every language," and I just. That's coming like, oh my god! I know. <laughs> 
it was I was so taken by it. It reminded me that we're in a shitstorm. <laughs> like coronavirus <laughs> pandemic is affecting every country in one way or another. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to think you're alone. We talked earlier about being in four walls and I live in a on a mountain in South Wales. <laughs> and yes. And then on the other side of the world is going to be a woman who's also worrying about what the future holds. We're all in this storm together and it speaks every language. That is beautiful. And it speaks one universal language, I think, too. We should be united, but we're not. Would it be better if we only spoke one language or would we lose something in the middle? Oh, so much. So much better. I mean, that's a dream, isn't it? But everyone everyone has a dream. At some point, dreams become reality if you work yeah. hard enough. And I hope we go towards that at some point. Excellent. Oh, so brilliant. So it is time for you to do your shameless plug. Do you have a book out? Do you offer services? Do you do editing? Do you do oh. writing? That sort of thing. Do you make the world's most amazing cottage pie? Your time to I mean, show this pug. So I'm a very good cook because obviously I'm Italian. So <laughs> that aside, no one can make a pizza like I do here in Canterbury. Trust me. Um, oh. Anyway, other than that, um, I do uh, edit a little bit. I haven't done uh, freelancing yet, uh, but I was about to start. So if anyone has you know a collection or something I didn't have a lot of experience but I have worked with Whiskey and Beard as um, an editor I am still actually an editor uh, editing intern with them Um, so you know hit me up if you need some advice and then I will let you know when my first collection of poem or whatever it's going to be will be published because actually I was working on a memoir um so maybe that would be the one to go out first maybe and yeah and if anything you can find me obviously on facebook and on instagram um and i just post memes and some poetry and that's my (laughs) that's my thing for me i'll stick claudia's um socials in the show notes so if you want to give her a follow you can um so yeah next week I'm joined by the incredible Alice Gretton. Yeah. (laughs) And we'll be reading from Kumakanda by Kayo Chingonye, which is is a collection that holds a very special, very special place in my heart. So um, I will say thank you for listening. Thank you, Claudia, for being on the show. I've really, really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. Um, this I've been Dee Dickens and you have as ever been marvellous you can get in touch with the show on dickensandquips at gmail.com or on Twitter and Insta at dickensandquips if you want to have a chat with my personal Twitter I'm the Ponty Poet on on Twitter I am Dee Dickens Poet and Author on Facebook please do let me know what's going on in your area poetry wise if there's events that you're putting on let me know I'd love to spread the words and get them advertised for you like like I said next week I'm joined by Alice Gretton and I'll be reading from Kumakanda this week I leave you with the prompt of the week chicken I thought we would have 
being as I did chicken and bun for mine and Claudia loves to cook so much, we had to have something food related. So the prompt, oh, yeah. <laughs> so the prompt is chicken. If you pop in a poem or just a small piece of prose, whatever you fancy doing, stick it in an email. I'll read it out on next week's show. So it just leaves me to say again, thank you so much, Claudia. So take care everybody and try and make good choices and if you can't make good choices then write poetry about the bad ones bye 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 thank you so much bye